Today is June 19th, the day that Henry Davis will make his Major League debut. The 2021 number one overall draft pick has been called up to the Major Leagues. You're listening to the Bridge to Bucktober podcast. guys, thank you for listening to the Bridge to Bucktober podcast where we talk all about them Pittsburgh Pirates and that. My name is Josh and I am joined as always by my brother Jake. What's up, Jake? What's going on? Out here on the road, bud. Yeah, Jake joining from uh, from the iPhone today. Yeah, yeah. So those yeah, of I'm you... I'm out here in uh, Asheville, North Carolina. Okay. So those of you on video, if you notice that Jake's mouth's moving, just be patient. The, the audio will come. <laughs> when you just said that, it was like, and then it was, and then you started talking. That's funny. Um, so yeah, obviously didn't take your whole setup and all the stuff. So um, just to try to pack light. So this is what we're going with. Uh, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Real quick, real quick, before we get started, I just want to throw this out there. We are recording this on Sunday, obviously. So Happy Father's Day, dude, um, to you and to our dad. Happy Father's Day to him, our other brother, Father's Day, all that good stuff. Yeah. I need Just to get that out of the way early. Did you call dad? I have not called him yet, so. It's going to be a race. <laughs> it's going to be a race. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't either. I, I talked mean, to, I, mean, I talked to JP. We're giving him some shouts out on here, and, I, and he listens. No, I know. Um, I, we, uh, we. We were doing some things earlier, and I was like, yeah, we, we were watching the game. Then I was like, I'll call him after the game. And then when you texted, and you were like, let's do this right after the game. Okay. And then it was like, it was the eighth inning. And so I was like, I'll call him when we're done. We'll be fine. <laughs> but I was like, we yeah. just hadn't called him. I, I fell asleep for a while today. It was just kind of one of those days, you know what I mean? <laughs> so I was like, dang yeah, it. I was, I, I was like, I got to call him. I was like, am I going to be the last one to call him again? But maybe not. Maybe I can beat you. Maybe. Maybe I'll let you go first. <laughs> hey, I brought it up on here, so either you, way it works. You were the first we're, we're to bring good. it up. You're right. We're good. Yep, we're good. Um, great news uh, in the middle of a bunch of bad news. How does that uh, – How does <laughs> Henry Davis. <laughs> Let's go. We're going to get into Henry Davis. We're going to talk about all the things Henry Davis. We're very excited. I'm not a finally kind of person. I think I would have been a little more of a finally kind of person when we talk if we were saying Andy. Uh, and we'll get to <laughs> we'll get to some of that. But um, also, there's some things to talk about. Still, the Pirates are in the middle of uh, of a stretch of not playing well, um, not winning games. Things like that. We've been talking about that, but we are now at six straight losses. They're all on the road, all to division opponents. We were heading into these six games. As far as our division goes, we had the best record against our division. That's obviously yeah. going to you know, change at this point. Um, I don't have the number pulled up here, but I might as well say it while we're here. So we are now, whoa, ads. We're now 11 and 18. Nope. We are now 10 and 10 
against our division, where Milwaukee now sits 11 and 5. Um, I guess we're still better than the Cincinnati 11 and 12, Cubs 6 and 8, and St. Louis 10 and 13. But because of Milwaukee, um, I guess they were already, we would have been 10 and 7, and they would have been uh, 8 and 5. So they, they kind of had us there, I guess, a little bit, uh, just for the sake of not playing as many games. But you get the idea. Yeah. You get the idea. Um, so anyway, I guess it probably would have been about the same. But, man, I, where do you want to go? Do you want to talk about the games a little bit? Do you want to be frustrated first? Do you want to get into Henry Davis? We got some injuries to talk about. Uh, a couple minor league updates while we're talking about a debut. We've got some other minor leaguers to talk about. Not extensively, but... Do you want to go into maybe the frustration of of the series a little bit first and get it out of the I way? Mean, sure. I mean, you know, I mean, these games got away from us. I feel like we got a good start from Ortiz today or, or Sunday, and that game got away from us. I was able to watch some of the game on, on the Apple Plus on my way out here. On Friday. Friday evening. And, like, if it wasn't for Rich Hill's bad first inning – probably could have got that game yeah it's just if it's not one thing it's another right now and it's it, it, things just pile up and just make it so bad so it's almost hard to watch I'd say at times yeah and you have good things kind of peeking through in some of the different ones today the home run from from brian reynolds is a big deal um that was a great pitch i mean it's high and in as far high and as far in as you can get and still be a strike and he just he absolutely crushed it. Um, and so, you know, there are home runs that you earn that aren't thrown, you know what I'm saying? And I felt like that was one. And I, I, to me, that was a good sign for Brian Reynolds. He wasn't thrown a home run in that scenario, uh, but yeah. he earned one, and I thought that was really good. But, yeah, Ortiz. I don't know. It was, it was early in the game, but still a uh, tie game, whether it's 0-0, 2-2, whatever it is. It's, it's a tie game, even at 0-0. And the – to put the Bucks not only on the board but in the lead, like a lot of people say, his home runs are meaningless. Which sometimes he hits that solo shot there; it doesn't mean a lot. But yeah, to get one in a spot is a good thing. I actually had forgotten about that since Sawinski's the one that they really go on the meaningless homers. But um, but yeah, I mean, good point. And Sawinski's done a lot of that early on, hitting a home run to tie or whatever, but not late, right? Um, but either way, Reynolds, it's good to see the power from Reynolds happening on something, you know, where he's earning it in a, in a, in a sense, uh, yeah. not on just a bad pitch. Anyway, Luis Ortiz, you're right. He did have a good start. I thought as I was watching it, uh, early on, I was like, is this maybe the best start he's had this year? And then I thought it was a really quick hook to get one more out in the fifth inning and get him, you know what I mean? If he could have just got that one out. Uh, now, Majinski got the out, and it didn't hurt. You know what I mean? But I would yeah. have liked to have seen... I would have liked to have seen Ortiz. I do have a question about the Majinski uh, call, though, because uh, Barucki was in, recently called up. We'll get to our transactions here in a second. The left-hander, Barucki. And... All of a sudden, it was like you got Rowdy Telez coming up, and then they bring in Majinski, and I was like, that doesn't seem right. And they're like, this is very surprising. They're doing the whole thing. And I thought to myself, 
I wonder if Shelton just pointed with the right arm and it was one of those things where it was like, you have to point with the arm you want. You can't yeah. point with your left arm and bring in a righty. You can't do that. So I won I was wondering if there was something along Some those lines. But I don't think so. I I think they wanted Majinski. I don't know. But he pitched well and that, you know, that he's he's looked good since his call up. Yeah. Uh yeah. which is oh my goodness, what we've needed. Um Moretta <laughs> again with the with a blown save, kind of a struggle there. Um and and Bednar I mean, he gave up a long sack fly that it was a great catch by Bay. He covered a lot of ground on it for the sack fly. And then really just a base hit where there was a base running blunder or we would have still been playing that inning. Um, I still did. I didn't like going to Bednar there either. One yeah, out. I get it. Inning, it's... I get it. Yeah. But I didn't know who you were going to go to in the ninth. So my fear was, well, we're just going to go to Bednar in the ninth and he's going to keep going and, Part of me understood yeah. that. Part of me was a little bit curious. You know what I mean? A little, a lot of it, I think, is the injuries right now because we have not done a whole lot of two-inning work with anyone this year. And it seems like lately, let's get you get this out, and then you pitch the next inning. Yeah. Which I know there was only one out there with Bednar, but I think right. he just wanted his best guy on the mound. Yeah, I mean, it was a tie game at that point, and he said, "Can we try? can we keep this thing tied? Um, so going into that two more down, um, this is heads to the IL, which brought up Carmen Majinski that we just talked about. Jose Hernandez, Jose Hernandez goes there with a right calf strain, uh, this left forearm inflammation. Um, but once Jose Hernandez goes down, they bring up Ryan Barucki, the left-hander, um, who's, who's had a cup of coffee in the majors or so, um, it's not necessarily what you want. Right. But when you take a look at these injuries, for starters, you have Brubaker, Velasquez, Mike Burrows, and Max Kranick. When you look at the total picture of depth, right? We talk about right. depth. Max Kranick, we knew was going to be hurt. So that's a little bit different. But when you lose Brubaker, Velasquez, and Mike Burrows, who we thought was, I mean, we he was added to the 40 man. So we thought we could maybe see him. If there were some injuries, he could have been an option here instead of Beto. You know what I'm saying? Had, you know, things gone a little different. And he's kind of in that um, Quinn Priester territory where he's a guy that you think could be a major league starting pitcher. Yeah. Where Osvaldo sure. Beto was, is a little bit of a surprise. Maybe a, let's see what he can be. We're not real sure. You know what I'm saying? He, I mean, obviously mm -hmm. anybody could make, can have a path there, but. Um, you didn't, you know, you just weren't sure. You're right. So, you know, your depth is hurt. Uh, and now you're saying, how thin are we? If you look at relievers, Colin Holderman, Harleen Garcia, Jose Hernandez and Rob Zestrisny and Will Crow, and Colin Selby, who would be a normal like, hey, why aren't we bringing up Colin Selby? Well, he just got activated on Friday and he'd been on the injured list since May 19th. So there is just, it doesn't feel like that's a huge, like that's a big list, but it doesn't feel like it's like, oh, well, they're up against it, right? Because there's still people there. Right. But then you add in the fact that like, well, right now Rowanzi's in our bullpen and not doing, I mean, he did pitch two innings, two scoreless innings against the Brewers. 
on Saturday, right? Yep, yeah. on Saturday, two scoreless innings going in for Mitch, which Mitch was another mixed start too. He gives up the four runs, but I thought for the most part it was good. Um, you know, seven Ks. He did have the three walks, but it was just like, oh, he gave up the homer and then he gave up the double. Other than that, he was he was pretty good. He got his strikeout stuff back, you know what I mean? And and so it yeah. was I thought it was like, all right, it got away from him a little bit. But you look at the line and you're like, oh, he stunk again. You know what I mean? It was a little bit different. I <laughs> but then Contreras comes in and he throws two innings, and it's and it might be a little bit of a different story. Um, he he seemed to get a little bit of chases there, and I wonder if they'd have just been patient. <laughs> it might it might have been different for him. <laughs> I don't really know, but either way, um, the depth is hurt. The injuries are there. And so you, it's, it's, it would be easy for me to kind of get discouraged about that and say, well, this is, this is it then. You know what I'm saying? Now what's going to be the cast of misfit characters in the bullpen and all this stuff. And who is there going to be? Do we even have any starters left and stuff like that? You do still have Quinn Priester. He is still a work in progress. Um, there's a lot to, to sharpen up, but you do have him that if injuries go down, getting him a cup of coffee this year would not be the worst thing if if there's something that sure. he can learn from and build on. Um, but also, we talked about Kyle Nicholas being promoted to Indianapolis, Anthony Solomito going up to double-A. A little update there. Five Solomito in, in his double-A debut, five innings, four runs, two of them earned, six hits, he gave up a homer, one walk, and seven strikeouts. So all in all, he gets the loss, but all in all, it's not a bad start. Um, he seemed to kind of get that, uh, get the confidence going a little bit the more he pitched. Kyle Nicholas in his AAA debut only went four innings, eight hits, five runs, a homer, two walks, and six strikeouts. He also got a loss. A little bit of a, of a more difficult start there for him. Um, but at the same time, like it, it's almost good. When you're talking about development and prospects, it's, you know, results are great, but a lot of times it's good to have a blueprint of like, okay, what I do wrong, how can I be better right out of the gate? You know what I'm saying? And I think both yeah. of them got that without being like two innings, eight runs, you know what I'm saying? Like one of those, you don't really yeah. learn anything there. You say, well, I stunk. <laughs> right, right. Failure, failure is how you grow. If you're not failing, you know, you don't learn how to fail and, and move forward. And that's huge in baseball. Huge. Do you think that's a bigger thing in the minor leagues as it is? I mean, like, because if you get to the major leagues and you're just failing, you, you notice a lot more hanging your head type of thing. And I, and I've seen a lot of people because you're there, right? I've seen a lot of people say, dude, Roe needs to go to triple a, he needs to get this thing fixed. And I kept thinking if he's going real bad, and he goes to AAA, because I hear a lot of go to AAA and get your confidence up. What if he goes to AAA and keeps getting hit? You yeah. actually run a risk of that guy never making it back. <laughs> does that, does that, yeah. do you think that's a thing? Or, or as pitchers, do you think, you know, you can, you can kind of figure that out either way? I think you can kind of figure it out either way because your your pitches are going to do what your pitches are going to do, whether you're throwing them in the major league level or throwing them at the minor league level. However, when it's just straight up confidence is the biggest, your biggest issue, it's hard to get your confidence back no matter what level you're at, if you're still getting hit. Yeah. 
until until you see results as a pitcher, it's just hard to walk out on that mound and have the same confidence and the same aura if you want to go there and just be able to go out and say, I'm going to dominate. Because that you have to have that mindset in order to, in fact, do well. <laughs> so if you don't think you're going to go out and dominate a lineup, you're you're going to get hit. Does that change if you're if you're saying I'm getting blasted here at the major league level because I'm not doing what I'm doing, and then you go to the minors, you get blasted there, you still think that it's the same? Because you can outstuff people a level down, and if you say right. I can't even outstuff people anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like I just I just wonder if it's like, well, I'd rather him get banged around here than if he goes down and he just starts getting hammered. It's not gonna it's not gonna go there's well. There's definitely there's definitely that risk for sure. Hmm. That'd be interesting. Uh because I mean hitting I think is a little bit different than pitching. Pitching you you have the upper hand. I mean, hitters, you know, fail most of the time which means pitchers succeed most of the time. So if you're not succeeding (laughs) most of the time or even half the time, it's not good. Right. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's a little bit different for hitters where you can struggle, 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 and just try to find another way out. I feel like you've got a longer, you've got a longer timeline of where you're saying, uh, I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. (laughs) Where pitchers, I think we have a lot shorter leash on it. Yeah, that's fair. So anyway, um, yeah, it's, I mean, I just think in general, not a good place. Right. Um, however, with the, every time somebody gets moved up, you know, we, I mean, Solomita went to double A, but he's 20 years old. We're not going to see him this year. Right. But if he keeps right. dominating, what does that do for your depth when you start saying, Hey, this guy here might actually be coming up next year if he's good enough. You know what I mean? If he can keep moving. You talk about a 21-year-old. Even even if it's a 22-year-old and 25, that's a huge impact when you talk about the names that are there now and who's going to be disappearing and stuff like that. So, you know, there's a lot there that's positive. Also, number 10 prospect Jared Jones has been promoted from AA to AAA as well. Second-round pick in 2020 um, has been really good. I thought I had this page up. Where is it at? Um, here's here's a page. Uh, it, it can come from just about anywhere, but just to call it out there, I'm reading this from uh, Jason Mackey's post uh, from yesterday, last night, late last night. But it's just reading out his 2.23 ERA with in 10 starts with the curve, 16 walks, 47 strikeouts in 41 and a third innings. Opponents hitting 201 against him, 1.08 whip. So very good. Very good. Yep. So hopefully we see from Jared Jones that type of uh that type of movement. Um I don't have let me look one more because I think it matters a little bit. You're looking at a 21 year old in August, he'll be 22. So still young. But he's another guy that's, uh, let's see, minors. He's pitched in 54 games. I don't know. Uh, you know what I mean? I, oh, you just flipped. You just flipped sideways, Jake. <laughs> oh, no, and I can't hear him. 
and I can't hear him. Okay, let's uh, let's take a small break. We'll pause and we'll get into Henry Davis. We'll figure out what's going on with Jake's audio and his video, and we'll be right back. And we're back here on the Bridge to Bucktober podcast. We got Jake's videos and audio uh, figured out here. I think. Hopefully it stays figured out. There we go. There he is. He's back. <laughs> All right, let's talk Henry Davis, man, because obviously this is what everybody wants to talk about. This is the big thing that's happening. It, it broke earlier today um, during the game that Henry Davis was going to be called up. And, of course, he was sitting today, and so everyone made their jokes. You know what I mean? Oh, oh he's not playing. Neither is Nick Gonzalez. They're both going to be here tomorrow. And, you know, so it's... I, I find it hard to give someone credit for getting it right this time when like 7,000 people say it every time somebody has a day off. Um, yeah. This is just the one that you were right on. It's like saying it uh, It was the last place I looked for that thing that I lost. <laughs> 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 it's basically what it was. Yeah. So a little bit, uh, a little bit of Henry Davis here because there's some surprising things. I know that there have been people asking for Henry Davis to be called up, but the truth of it is that this is the fastest moving one-one since 1978, according to a couple people that have that have kind of looked into this and done some research. Uh, four hundred and. Uh, 81 or something like 421 that? 421 minor league at-bats. 21. It's, That's crazy, dude. It is the, it's the fewest since like some guy in 1978 for a 1-1. Mm -hmm. And so like you could say, well, yeah, but there's been other round one draft picks that have moved just as fast or faster. So that's fair. That's a fair thing to say. However... It is interesting that this has happened um, in Pittsburgh, and right. and you know the the uh, Josh Roundtree is is one that that tweeted it out uh, where he says Bryce Harper, Alex Rodriguez, Chipper Jones, Ken Griffey Jr., Daryl Strawberry, all had more minor league at bats. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, though; those guys didn't go to college, right? <laughs> correct. Okay. Okay. Also, you know, I brought this up before we started. Also, when they got there, they stayed there. So, yeah, this is only this is only a really good thing once Henry comes up and does well. Yeah, I could see that. I also think that there is a little bit here. I think there's a little bit here of, and I'm not gonna like you know go to bat for anybody or try to defend anyone or or, or anything like that. But there's a little bit of like, hey. Um, if this is the case, if this is any kind of he moved fast, then a little bit of credit has to go to the people making the decisions on how fast. You know what yeah. I mean? Like there's a little bit there. I understand we want these guys up and I understand that we're all critical of the Super 2. Uh, we are too. Um, the control thing is, is a the year of control. It's within the rules. People signed the papers. They said this is the rule. So there's a little bit of, I'd rather see them there opening day myself, but I understand in a, in a, in the, in the, you know, market that we're in and in the, in the baseball uh, economics that exist right now, I understand that extra year of control. It's important. Sure. So I'm okay with that. 
I mean, literally the word okay. It's not like I'm satisfied, right? But I'm right. I'm okay. I get it. But the Super 2 thing, you're just messing with the money. He's still going to have the same amount of, of service time. You're just going to have to pay him a year early. Well, who cares? You should be paying him a year early then. <laughs> if he's a real difference maker, then pay him a year early. So no, I, I, yeah. I don't agree with that. I don't think that it's needed. It's not that much more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So anyway, I can be critical of that. And at the same time say he moved fast and we thought he might, but just to put things in perspective, whether you agree, disagree, whatever, we went down. Like we didn't get the one, one guy. We got the one, four guy essentially. And yet right. he's moved fast, which is kudos to him. Kudos to development. Kudos to everyone involved. We saved a little bit of money in that, and that was kind of the criticism from a lot of people. But then here we are, probably a lot of the same people saying, when's he getting called up? Right. And here he is. He's getting called up. It's 118 games. And that's battling through injuries, too, because he had some injuries there. Yeah. So, I mean, big, big kudos to the way he's worked hard to develop and everything, but also just a way to battle and recover from injuries and still develop quickly. Yeah. I mean, you could, you could make a case that he's been able to hit from day one. You know what I mean? Like really, you could make a case. It was like, this guy was always going to hit. It's always been about Kenny catch. Um, I think the answer that to that might've been that they just (laughs) found out he can play right field (laughs) and play it well. So he's out there making diving catches. He's throwing people out, you know, all the things. The versatility to me, fast tracked Henry Davis, when he played right field well, and this was a guy who said, I'm only bringing one glove to camp. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you brought that other one to Indy <laughs> because <laughs> it, it didn't go bad. And I know you want to be a catcher, but I want you to beep to play every day. The truth right. of the matter is catchers don't play every day anymore. And maybe yeah, I mean, maybe yeah. there's somebody out there proving me wrong. Maybe who knows. I don't how much does Adley Rutschman catch? I don't know. Is he every day? How you know what I mean? Does he take the days off that most of these catchers do? I don't know. I haven't looked it up. He does. So he does. Okay. So I don't know. But yeah, anyway, he, takes, he doesn't get completely out of the lineup. He stays in and like DHs and Right. And so that he would, plays a little bit of first base. Okay. So that would be great for Henry Davis, except for the fact that like we've got Kutch at DH and far as I'm concerned, it needs to stay that way because he will stay in, he will stay on this team and and on this roster so long as he keeps doing that. I'm not saying the guy's completely fragile, but like he's older than Henry Davis is. (laughs) Let's put Henry Davis in right field for those days. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. So I, I like it. I think our outfield really could have used, I, to me, Sawinski's best in right field. I think his arm is good. I think right field needs a really powerful arm. Sawinski has a good arm. He doesn't have a great arm. You know what I mean? And so there's a little bit of yeah. where is his best position. I'm not sure. I, I really like him in right field. He plays a fine center field too. Um, but and 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 if you're if you're coming at me right now, if you're yelling at the screen saying Sawinski needs to sit, you're just not on my level. We're not going to agree on that. Like he needs to be in the lineup, <laughs> period. Yeah. And I know that he's a yeah. polarizing figure, but for me, he's 
He's young enough as well. The power is absolutely real. Without question, it's real. And if you're worried about, and I, I've talked about it, if you're worried about win probability added, the only way you get better at things like that is by playing. And he has the power that he deserves to play. Done with Sawinski. We're not going to bring it up again unless we do. That's, the way, that's how you say things. But for well Henry said. Davis, going into right field, that's a great fit. And yeah, I agree. Shelton said we are carrying all three catchers, which means he will play right field. So just to yeah. throw it out there, not that we have any kind of uh any kind of idea at all. But what's the ratio of catcher, right field, and DH that we see Henry Davis in? I think you're gonna I don't think he's gonna DH much at all. Okay. I think I'm with you there. Um, yeah, and I think he'll catch one or two days a week and play right field the other days. Do you think this is a 50-50? you think it's more of a he's going to play right field most of the time? I think he's going to end up playing right field most of the time. Because if you're carrying all three catchers, I think I think you're going to catch delay and you're going to catch – I mean, Hedges is at least going to catch Keller. I think so too. I think Hedges needs to keep catching Keller. And then delay, you can have somebody else. And then I think Henry Davis gets the rest of them. For now, maybe not. Maybe yeah. there's a couple mixed in. Maybe there's, you know, some different ones. Beto will start tomorrow. Um, I don't know. Do you think he'll be in right field tomorrow, or do you think he'll be catching for his debut? Yeah, I think, you know, that's a good question. I would imagine he hasn't even been in AAA much, so I, he probably hasn't even caught Beto. <laughs> I wonder it's if he's even like, – yeah, I wonder if he's even caught Beto. I could look it up, but, you know, we're we're live on here, so. Right, right, <laughs> I don't want yeah. to pause it again just to look that up. I would – I would guess he's going to be in right field, but our guess is as good as anyone's. <laughs> yeah. You, you know, I just don't know. Did Beto spend last year in double A? I think he might have. I can't think so off the top of my head. So he might have might have caught him. He might, yeah, he might have some familiarity. Just maybe not this year. Yeah. And then if Beto was in triple A last year, Delay spent a lot of time there. So I think if I'm right about that. So anyway. <laughs> It's funny how yeah. often you forget there. What would you do if it was your call, regardless of what you think is going to happen? Give me short That's term, good, short term <laughs> and long term. I mean, I like I like the way he profiles in right field. I mean, you're looking at some other catchers just off the top of my head as Bryce Harper moved to right field. You know, they're like, listen, we need your bat in there every day. Yeah, you're playing right field. We need you. We need you long term. You're playing right field. Um, do I think Henry Davis can still catch? Absolutely. I just think he's going to catch a lot less often, and he's going to play a lot of right field. Yeah, it, and and one one would depend on who else is around. What other mm -hmm. options do you have? If you put Henry Davis in right field right now, then you still have hedges and delay at the plate. So I'm right. kind of like, well, I want him catching right now. But Andy's coming too. Who's better? Henry Davis has the better arm. But who's the better catcher? Who deserves to be catching more often? Who can play another position? Like who can because because then you're saying, like, if these guys are long term, they've got to be playing at the same time. And if Kutch is still there and you can't just flip them at DH and catcher all the time and carry that third catcher for, you know, any kind of injuries or substitutions or days, you know what I mean? You could, you know, to figure those things out which I think is a real thing. I think they could do that. I think they could 50-50 that, you know, or 
45-45, that catcher spot, DH kind of thing, but then have another guy there in case you have to do something different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, that that way you don't have a situation where you're got to pinch it for your pitcher the rest of the game because some guy got hit on the hand and needs to take the rest of the day off. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? Something like that. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I mean, if one of those guys could just move to a spot and have a spot where he can play every day, man. Yeah. I I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. So how about the fact that he leapfrogged Endy? Was that surprising? Because I really thought Endy was the next guy coming. I mean, results are a big reason why you get called up, and Henry Davis is just – he's out hitting Endy right now. Uh, for the season, though, right? I mean, lately, Endy's been hitting as well. And if you look at lately, Henry Davis has been hitting well. You know what I'm saying? You're also yeah. saying that he's been hitting that well in 10 days at AAA. If I bring up Endy, we're going to do... Uh, uh, do they do the, like... The stats are still loading here for me. Or they're not loading? There they are. And they're not going to give me... They're not going to give me, like, last 15 days on here. I need to actually go to baseball reference. My bad. It's all good. I mean, yeah, I just think you're... I don't know where I'm... I, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling here to think this through. Listen, first off, being on the road is kind of tough because I can't look at anything on my phone. I know, right? right? You're not looking at anything. So you're, <laughs> I'm not looking at nothing. Your notes and everything are gone, right? I get it. Yeah. Okay, so I, I don't I don't have it. Either way, he has been hitting well lately. Yeah. And so it is kind of interesting to still see. I, I would have thought it would be like, well, Andy, now that he's hitting, let's bring Andy up. Henry will be there for a little bit more longer, and then he'll come up. Well, I mean, it, it, it goes to prove that they legitimately had them on the same level. Yeah, that's a Even good point. Even though they were in double A and triple A, they said that they, these guys are here and here. Like, they don't see them differently. Yeah. And this proves that point. I mean, I don't think he leapfrogged anybody. I think that just he's the one they chose. And that's what first. they said. Yeah, they wanted them both catching. That's that's a great point. Very interesting. Okay, so um getting here. Yep, here we are. How long until Andy joins him? A couple weeks. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I, I don't I don't are we think moving, it's that yeah. far. I was gonna say, are we moving that fast? I think part of it is looking across across the division. You see the Reds pulling these guys up and they're just exploding and it's I don't want to say following suit, but it's hard not to see that and be like, we got these guys that are playing well. We could be doing something like this too. Do you see the same kind of appeal from Andy that you do from Henry or from Henry that you, like, which one to you screams difference maker. And I'm really excited about this. Is it because we drafted Henry that you're saying this is the, this is our guy. And then Andy is also really good or like, you know what I'm saying? Like as far as hype goes, yeah. is there more yeah. hype well, for Henry than there is for Andy 
Or do you think it's the other way because we thought Endy was closer? I don't know. Yeah, another tough, another tough uh, question from you for me today. Sorry, <laughs> throwing them all at you, bro. But, but yeah, I, th- I think a big part of it is we drafted Henry one one. I think there's a big, um, big hype there. To get Endy in a trade is a bonus, and I think that Henry's going to make a bigger impact right away because he's going to hit the ball over the fence more. Yeah, I think that's my. I think that was my kind of thought process in there as well. Is that he is going to hit the ball over the fence more? I think the power plays, all that sort of thing, um, and so th- the numbers in in the minors are they'll back that up. 118 games, 421 at bats, like we said, 24 home runs, 276, 404 on base, 404 on base. 523 slugging, good for a 927 OPS, and that's total for all of it. Two right. levels in 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 21, the year he was drafted. But you're talking about eight games, so big deal. But he knocked three home runs in eight games, right? And then you know last year, uh, really mostly very little in in rookie and low A, Bradenton. It was kind of I'm not even sure the low the rookie must have been a rehab. Maybe both of them were. Uh, but high A Greensboro, 341, 450, 585. That's a one dot, bro. Uh, and then he <laughs> goes to double right. A, 31 games, four more home runs. He had five home runs in in Braden or in Greensboro. Still hits four in double A. Uh average was down 207. So there was but there was the injuries that happened during that time. Still got on base at 324, still for a 703 OPS. Uh, so you knew that coming into the offseason, like, yeah, he's got a little work to do. Um, but maybe it was just injury-related because in his 41 games this year in A, he had 10 home runs, 284, 4, is that a 33 on base? Uh, my eyes still don't work well. 980 OPS, and then they moved him up for just 10 games. And he had a 946 OPS in those 10 games, and... And hit, he, had, he had the one home run, but we're talking 10 games, and now he's being called up. And I think it was a – when he got there, I think it was, hey, this guy's fine. This guy's fine. He needs to go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I, yeah, and I think I think they just – a quick little pit stop in AAA just to be like, hey, everything's working for you in AA. Let's see what it does in AAA real quick. Then we're going to make the call. Yeah. And when it translated just fine, like he didn't miss a beat, just smashing the ball. Hitting it hard, gap to gap. You wonder if the evaluators are there. You know what I'm saying? Like, we want to see him come here. And then when he got there, they were like, we're wasting our time. Right. You know what I'm saying? I wonder if that's all it was. Hey, we're wasting our time. It's there. He's good. He can hit. I don't know. And maybe it was the right field. Maybe it was the, hey, you're going up there, but you're going to have to play some right field. And, you know, maybe that's how you, maybe that's how you get him there. Uh, you know, mentally to say you might have to you might have to play some outfield. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know how those conversations went. If they were even difficult conversations, right? So Henry Davis, guys, get excited! It is worth getting excited about. If if this team is going to figure this out, and I'm talking, let's say, if if I have to do it right, if this franchise is going to figure this thing out. Henry Davis needs to be a part of that. And that's why we get excited about stuff like this. 
Yep. And Nick Gonzalez should be a part of that. And we know, like, this is another first-round draft pick, right? The year before Henry Davis. And Henry Davis has blown through this. Now, it's 1-1 versus 1-7. But still, Nick Gonzalez didn't do that. And so right. he's still – he. It's that doesn't make him late. It just makes Henry that early. And obviously the strikeouts are still something that Nick Gonzalez needs to work on. Luckily, we don't have Hedges and DeLay playing second base. We actually have three <laughs> bodies that are up there who are – working on being everyday they're close right they're close to being mm -hmm. everyday major league players obviously talking about marcano castro and and bay one of those three guys can figure this thing out and have a long career maybe all three of them but the point is is you know we're fine nick gonzalez right. can take his time but at the catcher position right now we needed somebody to move quick yep. and you know it looks like we have two of them still. Like, it's still that. But I'm sorry. The offense needs help. And yep. I, I, this is why he's going to play right field. This is because the offense needs help. And if you've got two guys coming that can help the offense, then put them both in. Yep. So I agree. I'm pumped, man. Yeah, I'm you know excited. what? You know what, Henry? I'm actually, I'm actually hoping our softball games get rained out tomorrow, so I can or tonight, so I can watch the game. <laughs> Here you go. Here you go, Henry. There we go. And Ben for doing it. Whether you whether you're on the camp of, I can't believe he did this, or you're in the camp of finally, which I think everyone is justified in their own belief. Right. Um, you know what I'm saying? I, 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 I don't think that he's just going to go up there and just start striking out a bunch. I think he's a hitter. Yeah. And he's going to be able to learn from a couple good defensive catchers. So hopefully he doesn't pay attention to how Hedges is getting his catcher's interferences. If we could <laughs> keep him from doing that. Dude, I <clears throat> I'm not even going to go there. I have seen some people say that it's happening all around right now. Man. So I don't know what in the world could cause that. Well, we got bigger bases now, so <laughs> no <laughs> clue what, yeah, pitch clock. We're going to have more catchers interferences as a result. Like I have no clue how any of this stuff could play into more catchers interferences. Um, I have no clue, but either way, um, let's look forward to what's ahead. Actually, <laughs> don't be, don't be surprised if he's in the middle of the order too. I, I will be. I wouldn't be surprised if he's batting five or six. Well, yeah, but that's I, not three or four. No. Okay. That five is the the five is the middle still middle. Yeah, order, I get I that. I wouldn't be surprised if he finds the five hole. Yeah, I wouldn't be. I guess I wouldn't be surprised at that. Three, four, five is your middle. Or four, five. Yeah. Three, three four, four, five. five yep. All right. Cubs coming into Pittsburgh, and we owe him. We owe him. For what just happened in Chicago. You there? Oh, for sure. Oh, okay. There. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so right now the Cubs are, let me refresh this because I wrote this down, but I don't know if the game was finished. They, did they lose? I'm on the wrong. Here we are. They did. They lost that game. They were ahead, I thought. Anyway, they just lost after winning... 
I thought they had won six straight, but it looks like uh, Baltimore came back and beat them. So they're seven and three in their last 10. They have not won six in a row. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they did not sweep the Orioles, but they did win the series against the Orioles. They won the first two games. Looks like the Orioles beat them today. Uh, but they're 34 and 38. They're still in fourth place. I'm sorry, 33 and 38. Um, they're still in fourth place, which puts us, we're two and a half games back. They're four games back. Um, we're, we're in third place now, guys. The Reds are on fire. Eight straight yeah. wins. They've got all the young guys up. They're all playing like they think they're already Hall of Famers, which is what young players do. That's what you want. Um, obviously, Milwaukee holding down a half-game lead over Cincinnati. But the Cubs come in 7-3 and three in their last 10. We just saw them for three of those 10, so we know exactly what they're, what they're bringing. Yeah. So Monday... We have Beto versus Drew Smiley. He's got a 359 ERA. And obviously Henry Davis's debut. Tuesday, Oviedo versus Marcus Stroman, 245 ERA. He's been crazy good this year. And Wednesday, it's an afternoon game, I think 1230 uh, Eastern. Rich Hill versus Kyle Hendricks. Uh, so if you hate velocity, that'd be a great game to watch. <laughs> uh, Hendricks has a 318 ERA this year so far. So offense is going to have to click, and they've got actually three good pitchers to go up against. Yeah. Do I, I have to we, say? We, in, the, in the previously, I know we've hit Hendricks pretty well. Do I have to say that uh, I like our lefty lineup? I like it a little bit better tomorrow with Henry Davis in it. Yeah. I like it a little bit better tomorrow. Um, Could the recency – of seeing them help the offense or could it help pitching? We'll, we'll find out. Right. Uh, we have a guy Hopefully that they it's... haven't seen yet. So. <laughs> right. Right. Imagine if he just homers right out of the gate, just comes out homers in game one. That, that would be sweet. That'd be, that'd be amazing. That'd be amazing. All right, That's guys, amazing. this is uh this is a fun time. This is the kind of thing I do have. You know what? I do want to say one more thing though, because the Henry Davis, this is, this is just something we should be very excited about. And I think the problem is, is this season, we talked about this a little bit on Friday because of the fact that we've been in first place for so long or so often, like spent like quite a few days at first place this year. I think that we're like we're premature with our excitement and not that we shouldn't yeah. be because we should be. We should be excited when we're in first place. Mm -hmm. But then there's a lot of the hate. Oh, they're not going to be for long. And that's fine, too, like for you to think that. But like we're stepping on each other because we, we believe one thing or the other. And I think that that's foolish. I think we should. Feel you're you should be excited when we're winning. However, don't get like really bent out of shape when this starts to go south, because we're we're like I said before, we're a 500 team. We're under 500 right now. But when I say right now, we are basically a 500 team because we could get hot again and and still kind of hover there. But that's it. Like that's what it's going to be. If you win your division as a team like that, that's awesome. It's a lot of fun. 
But these are the types of things, Henry Davis making his Major League debut, these are the types of things that back in April or March, you could say, that we thought were going to be the exciting moments. Yeah. And I still think that they are. So just because we're fallen out of first place doesn't mean this is when we, oh, I can't even get excited about Henry Davis anymore. Because we're we're now two games under 500. I mean, at 34 and 31, we should not have even been in first place. That's the thing. We should still be in third place, and we should say, oh, we were a little bit above 500, now we're a little below. We need to get back. mm -hmm. And this is a great opportunity for us to get back of bringing up a guy like Henry Davis. Right, and so this is a way to kind of catch a little bit of fire, and then, you know, Andy's coming, and, you know, I mean, who else you don't know, but... What else can happen this year? I mean, we still haven't seen Brian Reynolds really catch fire since the beginning of the year. Right. You know what I'm saying? There's some guys that can still, that can still, I mean, eventually O'Neill Cruz is back in this lineup this year. You talk yeah. about the excitement yeah, there. Go ahead. Yeah, that'll be a huge pickup for us. Yeah. Let the excitement kind of build. It's okay. These are the types of things, individual efforts that we need to be getting excited about and getting answers on. If Rodolfo Castro cannot figure out how to hit right-handed pitching and Jack Swinski can't figure out how to hit left-handed pitching, which we've already seen strides of the better there, then maybe you get some answers there, right? Yeah. And so you just have to figure that sort of thing out. And the only way to do that is see them play and get an opportunity. And G1 Bay has so many electric tools. Castro's got the power. Marcano has stuff too. <laughs> and so there's, it just depends on which guy's going to be there or which guy's going to fall more into a backup role. But if those guys can stick around, it's deep instead of Matthias yeah. and, and, and whoever else I can't think of right now. Who's been there. Palacios. Palacios. Even Kanan Smith, the Jigba, I think is a part-time, he is going to be a backup outfielder in the major leagues right now. That's what it looks like. Anyway, let's not go yeah. down a rabbit hole here. The point is, is these are the things to be excited about. First place is fun when it's happening, but knowing in context that we shouldn't be in first place. Right. So, anyway. Let's go. Henry Davis. Let's let's sweep the Cubs. This is where we make our bold. Let's sweep the Cubs. Henry Davis hits two jacks in the three games. <laughs> and then what we go to Miami after that let's take Andy to Miami with us I don't know Yeah. that seems maybe a little we'll have a day off next Monday Andy can come back home and play his debut against the Padres next week I win I like it. It. let's do it why not alright let's go Bucks <laughs> let's go Bucks thanks for listening to my dad and Uncle Jake on the Bridge to Bucktober podcast Follow them on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Bridge the Number Two October. Don't forget to subscribe so you know when new episodes are released. Clear the deck, cannonball coming, and let's go, Bucks!